It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? And we are back for another quick take. Oh, yeah, I should have probably oh, I popped it there. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, my guy. For those my listening, guy. we are drinking a couple IPAs. Yes, sir. For context, I live in Los Angeles. Jake lives in Arizona. Here. And I flew in this morning at like 7 a.m. to record a bunch of these, and I'm literally leaving tonight. So we are in episode four. And <laughs> of the day. Just to kind of, you know, Wind ease down. into this spicy episode, we figured we'd kind of spice it up with some... Uh, yeah, hazy IPAs. Well, tall, tall boys. But yeah, today we are talking about film school and the various experiences that you and I had, good and bad. And it's 2021. Heck, maybe at the time of this airing, it might be 2022. Yeah, um, like, for sure. Is it worth it to still go there? You know what I mean? I think that was kind of the conversation and then the, the, the topic, if you will, and see where it takes us. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think, I mean film school that that question is still very much a hot topic with a lot of people especially young coming up obviously um you get the question in your dms i get it all the time it's one of the reasons we built in our online cinematography lighting chorus program so much of just everything today is moving towards online you know learning um schooling so much of even big colleges is like a lot of courses and of the curriculums are online and mm -hmm. aren't you know, basically in, you know, in the actual classroom. Now I know even when I went to school years was 2008 to 2012 at ASU, a good portion of my classes were online courses and they were really building that out. And I can only imagine now after the whole pandemic that so oh, yeah. many colleges have moved to online learning. So why not you know, film school, you know, and learning. I'm sure the pandemic for sure shook up, or shook up the university thing, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of insane what you can learn online and case in point, a lot of the big things that we've done together, the big one being prism lens effects stemmed from me just doing the research online yeah. and bootstrapping it and kind of just taking it upon myself to do the manufacturing initially. And that was because I just was able to like learn how to do that stuff online. You know what I mean? Well, so learn anything like bro, like all the stuff that you've figured out how to do from the woodworking to the welding and stuff. I mean, I know you took one class for welding or something like that, yeah. but there's so much that if you want to know how to do something, you just go on YouTube and Google or whatever. I mean, and just YouTube is literally the second biggest search engine in the world yeah you know what i mean it's so, the vision it's the video version of google you know what yeah I mean? you think and, about it and that's where you just learn you can learn so much in in today's era where everything is also so visual based i think you know stuff like youtube and just learning online and e-learning and courses and curriculums yeah. is just um and i'm a visual learner crazy. and i think a lot of people in our space as creatives photographers filmmakers are visual learners and the thing i i will say in film school or just school in general is i really i've kind of self-diagnosed myself as probably a little dyslexic i i struggle to not that i don't know how to read i will just read a page or two in a textbook and i literally my brain spaces out where i'm like oh i, I didn't none of that soaked in and some people can right. glance at it and that they're just different ways of learning. I learn by watching someone like literally do it. If it's an instructional video or someone showing you like step-by-step, step, like this is how I do it. I, I soak that in more. That's how I absorb yeah. knowledge. You know what I mean? So, so videos speak to that. You know? Right. So going to the film school thing, uh, before I went to ASU 
and I ended up going to the, you know, applying to the film program there. I was looking at schools in California like that were more trade school esque. I think one of them was like the Brooks Institute. I think was like a sure a film trade school there, and obviously like dream would have been like USC, but one just couldn't afford that. Parents couldn't afford it. And I personally was, I was always in the mindset of like, I'm not going to pay for this myself. Like, like go out into huge debt to go to, you know, film school. Whereas like ASU in-state tuition, I had a partial scholarship academic wise to like a, like an in-state school. And so it was like, for me, it's like, I'm just going to go to school here. I'll be close to home. I'm going to apply for the film program here. But like, I, was lucky and fortunate enough where I had the partial scholarship mm-hmm. and then my parents had made a deal with me where it was like, Hey, whatever scholarship money you get, we'll match it. And between my partial scholarship and them matching it, school was essentially free for me. Cause I didn't, you know, have to pay. Um, they covered the other half that my scholarship didn't and it equaled up to that. And so I got lucky and fortunate where basically I was going to school at no cost to me. And so that worked out really well for me, but I, the other flip side of that could have been like not doing that, going to Brooks or USC or whatever, and just spending a hundred thousand oh, dollars or yeah. going into debt a hundred thousand dollars to like hopefully make this a career. But I didn't go to those schools, those trade schools or this prestigious sure. USC, and still was able to make a successful film film career for myself coming out of Tempe, Arizona, off a booth film program. Sorry, ASU. It was pretty trash. Yeah. So, uh, which we'll probably touch on some yeah, of my stories. No, I guess why let's I think really that, so. dive into, I guess, so you've kind of set the stage in which you entered film school. Right. How I entered film school, I went to, I've talked about it before. I mean, I went to Chapman uh, for three years for a BFA in film production, emphasis on cinematography. Before I got into that, I actually did a couple years at a city or junior college, I guess you could call it, that had like film curriculum. It wasn't anything insane, but it at least allowed me to like kind of wet my meet some people and it was very very low in terms of price per unit so it's a much more affordable way to like meet people and like i've touched on it before but when i first moved to la i had ideas of going to yeah usc ucla chapman whatever had a few i wanted to apply to and i kind of wanted to like when i initially moved to la i was like you know i don't know anybody maybe i'll literally do one year two semesters at la city college it's like 30 or 40 dollars per unit I can meet some people. I can literally see if LA is going to be a good fit for me because I would hate to like go to this school and maybe I don't even like living in Southern California. So it's kind of like a very low stakes way for me to like, yeah, take a couple of film classes. They had like film history, some cinematography stuff, nothing like high level at all. But in being at that city college, I applied to all the schools and got into Chapman and ended up going there for three years. So I feel like, yeah, we're both have set the stage on how we entered. I entered film school like Chapman at 2013 and graduated 2016. So I don't know, like, because I think that would give context, like how long we've been out of it. Because honestly, even if you were in school now, it might even be a completely different experience. So we're kind of speaking on film school from 2013 to 2016 era. Yours might be a little sooner. 2012. Yeah. 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 Like, and what it did for us, plus pluses and minuses. So yeah, you want to kick it off? Yeah, I think for me, so, you know, I'm in every film school is different. It depends where you're going, but the film school at ASU, you had to apply to get into, you Mm. couldn't just like 
go to the program, pay for it and be in it. You literally had to do your general education for a year, like these general ed classes that they required along with some general film classes. And then at the end of your freshman year, you had to apply to get in the film school and to apply, you had to make a short film, write an essay and get like references. Hmm. You had to do all three of those things, submit all those things. Then you went in for an interview process. And I remember going to that interview process. And I was sitting down with a guy who was waiting for his turn. He's like, Oh yeah, this is my third time applying. And he was like a junior and hadn't gotten in yet. And like, and I was like, I remember being like, Oh damn. Like, can you imagine just burning your whole college and just not even doing it's crazy. And so you had to literally apply to get in and I got in, you know, luckily and obviously my, I guess work spoke for itself and I got in. Uh, but that was the first step and process for me. But yeah, could you imagine had, you know, coming from out of state or whatever and sp- spending a year taking your college classes, knowing you want to do film and then applying, not getting in. Okay. Well now you, now what, now you spend another year doing what and apply. Don't get in. Like, do you want so, to yeah. crazy? Literally, I, obviously I want you to continue the um, you know, ASU story. But on that note, on a higher level, I had a friend, this is not even made up, went to USC, one of the most premier, if not the top three film schools in the nation, if yeah. not the world. Very, very renowned, insane film program. I mean, like insane studs from like big directors have gone there. They're, uh, what do you call it? Alumni is insane. Yeah. So very qualified. He went to USC and same thing. First year, you just have to do general ads and then you apply into your respective programs. Right. Actually, no. I think the first three years were all film study, film history, film theory. And then your senior year, you apply to your respective program, directing, sound, mm. editing, city, wow. and you do your thesis in one of those. And he spent all three years doing all this stuff because he wanted to be a cinematographer. And he went to apply and like, oh, you know what? We actually already have too many cinematographers, but you can do sound. You can hold a boom. He's like, I just spent like $200,000 to hold a boom pole. Like, are you kidding me? No. And he literally way. just got into this uh, the sound department. And I was like, he pretty much walked because you usually go to film school to like walk away with like a thesis film that's kind of like your best showcasing of work that you can go use and get jobs with or whatever, build a reel. He left school with like no nothing. You know what I mean? Like other than wow. maybe the ability to hold a boom, which he did not want to do. So that's I mean to your insane. point, that's exactly this is a very common thing at other film schools, is it's kind of like threshold to do the thing you actually want to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I got in and I, I kind of right away didn't really vibe with the curriculum, the curriculum, the, the teachers, the kids. I was, you know, I'm very much like, I guess, you know, especially more so than like a jock. Like I was this fit athletic dude who didn't look like a filmmaker, didn't walk, talk, act like a filmmaker, you know, if you will. And sure. And I, I feel like that, put me in a weird kind of place with the students, the teachers. And so I never really vibed with it. And I had a rough like couple years. Like I just kind of always sat in the back, did my own thing. I was off like shooting music videos with futuristic and Kyle and kind of meanwhile, just like trudging along. But I remember there was, there was this one point in one of the film classes and you know, you're talking about all these old classic movies and who's seen this and that, and you talk about it and it came up like, you know, who's seen this movie? And I'm like the only kid that didn't raise their hand for some like Godfather. Or something. It might've been like, yeah, I don't know. Some classic. Yeah film school movie that everyone like normally would have seen sure. or whatever and like, yeah, like a stanley kubrick or something. yeah and i just remember this one guy like trying to like rip me like bro you're in film school and you haven't seen this movie and i was just like 
so to be a filmmaker, I have to see this movie. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's it kind of like that previous episode we're talking about where people were just kind of snobby. Yeah. It's like, relax, yeah. man. Like, yeah. Chill, chill, chill the fuck out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I just had, a, I have some interesting stories. I, I don't know when I should dive into those versus you yeah, kind of so, talking about like a little bit. No, of, I mean, I, I, yeah, I would say, cause I think we have very different experiences. Yeah. I, there's definitely things about w- my experience at film school that, didn't really work for me. I honestly, yeah, I did leave. With, I very similar to you. I had some uh, sponsor or what do you call them? Like, um, um, not sponsorships. What were you saying? The uh, uh, sponsorships. No, 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 you like, lost uh, me, bro. No, you were saying like when you went to school, half of your tuition was covered. Oh, oh. a grant or something. Yeah, like a grant. I, yeah, I had essentially. Sorry, scholarship. I just, scholarship. Scholarship was the word I was searching for. Okay. So I had some of those very similar situation, but I kind of got the vibe that this might sound kind of mean that the reason those teachers were teaching is was because they couldn't really go do the thing that they maybe wanted to do. Right. Like say for instance, if you're like an elite cinematographer, you know, if you were an elite cinematographer, you'd probably just be doing that. But the fact that they were at this school and mind you, I had some insanely cool professors and they were yeah. just retired. So they just taught for fun. But I had some teachers who were very bitter and they were like in their young thirties and kind of took it out on the students. Cause I kind of got the vibe that they were just like, were didn't quite make it as a screenwriter. So they were just like a dick professor. And yeah. I was just like, dude, I'm sorry your like writing career didn't work, but you don't have to like, I don't know. That's, that's and like would give us like harsh critiques for no reason. That's the interesting thing with film school is you have these basically grown adults where technically they probably didn't really make it in their career. And, yeah. and I don't want to say that's the same or like that applies to all film school teachers because my uncle who directed big Hollywood budget movies no, yeah. teaches at Azusa Pacific. And so look, I think to some degree we'll touch on it later, but like we even have a program in which we teach and I don't want it to sound like, oh, well, isn't that what you guys do? You guys teach us like exactly. there's nothing wrong with teaching. I think teaching 100%. is so awesome. It's like when you're a teacher that's like condescending right. or kind of there's like a an undertone of like you didn't make it. So you're, t- right. I don't know. I definitely got that in film school. I agree. And I also will say the curriculum in certain classes was so dated. We'd be getting these textbooks and some of the stuff was like, it was a film editing class and we were learning about like telecine, like film to film real stuff. And it's all good and great to know that exists, but like we don't need like weeks to talk about it. Like teach us how to use Avid or yeah. an app that could actually really help me. Like I just felt like the I'm looking at a book and the publishing date's like 1998. I'm like, why am I spending like a thousand? I actually did the math for my tuition every class was about a thousand dollars. Cause if you actually broke yeah. down your tuition of like 50 K a year and you're going to a class two days a week, I kind of did that because there was times I skipped school a lot and which we'll touch on later where uh. I'd go and like work on a job with you. Wow. I so, never thought to like and break I, it down. And I was like, damn, like me missing this job. I, I was just in my head like, okay, I'm kind of like paying a thousand dollars to be in this class today for these three hours. So I'm like, damn, if I miss this job, like, is it worth it? I ended up mm. nine out of 10 times, but yeah, fuck this class. Yeah. And we'd go and do some stuff. But like, I mean, if you really break it down, it's not that kind of insane? Yeah, like yeah. what you would spend a thousand class. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little plus or minus if right. anything, since 2016, I bet tuition's gone way up, Yeah, but that's, it's nuts, dude. Like I would think you have thousand dollars for like a master class so or before something. Before we dive into some stories and stuff, what was your student like your debt coming out of film school? Then you so had I had very similar to you the uh, scholarships. Yeah, scholarships. <laughs> um, halfly cover it, and okay. then my folks helped me cover the other twenty five percent, and then the other twenty five I took on student debt. And that twenty five percent total. I what, think I ended up out? leaving for three years with like twenty six thousand in, in student debt. loans. I got you. And 
I paid them down pretty aggressively. It's funny, the minimum payment when you leave is like 200 bucks a month. And I, I think they know that because a lot of students are broke. So like yeah. when I finally set up the account, kind of like your mortgage dashboard, yeah. like here's your interest to debt ratio. And I was like, uh, F this and just would do like a thousand a month and just paid it off. But dude, there's probably some people Still who paying. literally pay it off their whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there are. I mean, for sure. Like I know Will rouse like yeah. to this day he's still paying his student loan debt down because like it's just like so you, you didn't know. have any me yeah i had none coming That's out dope. absolutely none well, you were also i mean i guess i was in state too i chiming was a private school so i do think it was like kind of expensive but, yeah um you know what's crazy just on the note of student loans because i think it's worth mentioning like think about it right if you were to go buy a house let's say is a million dollars and they're going to look at your financials. They're going to assess if you can afford the oh, house that, or not. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. So this is crazy. What's insane to me is a bank is going to look at your money and be like, okay, you made X amount of money this year. You're going to need to put this much down and cool. We, we approve your loan. We're going to lend you this money. Isn't it kind of insane that like student loan lenders literally look Do at a care. broke student and be like, oh, they have no means to pay for this now, nor will they have any means to pay for it as a broke kid out of school. But yeah, here's $200,000. Yeah. That's to me is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. No, the and it cripples people, you know. The system is rigged against you because if you go to buy a million dollar house and you can't afford it, the, the bank's, bank's not going like, to lend it nah. to you. You're like, "No, like you will not be able to pay this. You can't afford it. They will not lend you the money. You can get a student loan, period." Like they'll just yep, here's the money and you're just crippled. And now you know what's owed, so crazy like, about that? Because student loan, they're give money out to anybody, the ecosystem around school, uh, film school, or sorry, around loans or uh, going to universities has inflated because now textbook manufacturers know that, oh, we'll just make our textbook $500 because they can literally just get a loan for any amount and any student can get a, a loan for any amount. So like literally it's kind of like the cost of goods circling, circling the university program have such these like crazy inflated rates. Some of my college textbooks, I kid you not, because we've made some ads for yeah. our film program. Like for the price of a, te it literally was like a $500 textbook that I maybe opened once and it was just because I had to have it for the class. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just, just so dumb. I just remember like, I mean, again, it's hard for me to understand it from the other side, like from people coming out way in debt, but like I was able to be on that side of like, obviously like it, it was taken care of and I didn't come out of debt, um, school out of debt, but like had it been put in front of me like, Hey, go to film school, pay a hundred thousand dollars, be a hundred K oh, yeah. in debt or don't and figure this shit out and become a film. Like the, I think I genuinely would have taken that route because it was about my, um, was it junior or senior year where I was like, mom, I don't think I'm going to finish school. I'm just going to go do this film stuff. Cause at that time I had started shooting the music videos for Kyle, futuristic Samson, Sam King, DY. And like, I started like growing a buzz and I was like sure. filming videos and starting to get paid and make money. And like, and I was just like, I don't need to be here. This film school, going to film school and getting a piece of paper at Especially the end. You were saying a lot of, maybe we can just dive right into it that like your professors and your fellow students, like you were very much in a different lane where yeah. they were probably all going like the traditional, like short film route. And not that that's wrong, but you were just going the music video route. Yeah. And I think back in like the 2012s, this is pre YouTube really blowing up and blossoming yeah. to like Vivo and what it's become. This is like 2010, 11. Yeah, back those. when YouTube was still seen as like where you would share like a silly, like, you know, chocolate rain or like, you know, like <laughs> that's, that's rain. where like YouTube was just kind of like memes. You yeah. Know? yeah, I mean, yeah. So people are probably seeing like, oh, you make a YouTube so, videos. So yeah, this is, this is the crazy story. I mean, that's hits right on that. Yeah. So our senior capstone project in which you had to make a final film 
from basically your two semesters that made up your whole like senior year. It's like fall and spring. Yeah, just like literally the entire year, your two, you know, two full semesters. The first semester is like all the pre-planning, you know, your production book, script, idea, da 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 da. The second semester is all execution and then showing screening of that final project. And I was the only one to do the alternate you know, project, which was like, if you're not doing a short film, you need to do three music videos. Oh, that was an option. And that was the alternative option. That was like, no one really did. Cause it was like, yo, you make your short film. And I was like, yo, I'm already shooting music videos. I'm just going to turn three of these in. Oh yeah. Cause like, I was shooting for Kyle and DUI and all stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to turn these in. Devil's advocate. Was there no part of you that was like, you know what? Yeah. I want to use this as an opportunity to like actually make something. Absolutely not. You're I already was just, so over it that you're I was, like, I was already so over it and I was making money, making music videos. They were fun. I was loving the journey of it, the come up the where, and I was just like, I don't want to go make a film. And at the time like my passion was like the youtube and these music videos and working with artists and i was starting to grow buzz and a following and it was like cool that was fun and yeah. so i was like i'm just gonna turn three music videos in and so like i just didn't do any of the pre like planning uh, like stuff the binder the and binder all and all yeah, that yeah. stuff so it would come around to me in class you know these checkups and how are you doing and where are you at and it'd be like i remember this so vividly in the directing class with this professor he's like and now we come to jake who we all know doesn't have anything to show, blah, blah, blah. Cause could you like, get like a merits docked dude, if you didn't have, I don't any? know. So that, that was the crazy thing. Right. But as a result of that, obviously he pulled me into his office hours to talk and he like straight up, straight up said to me, I could fail you right now. You're not following the curriculum, blah, blah, blah. Cause like, yeah, I didn't have this pre-production book and stuff. Cause I was just like, How yo, I'm just going to turn in, video? I'm just going to turn in these music videos that I do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, and it seemed like you were pretty checked out at that point. Dude, yeah. And so that, this is the time where I was like, mom, I don't need to finish film school. Like I'm just gonna, and she's like, no, you're going to finish. Like you've made it this far. I was like, all right. But anyways, during that office hour meeting, he's like, I, I remember this. He's like, I could show your work to five directors I know right now. And they would all say it's not good. That's or like crazy. that it sucks. It was something like that. And I just remember going like, do it because it doesn't suck. Like, obviously I'm not, you know, Spike Jones or whatever, well, but so it's crazy like, as an educator, you're supposed to like lift people yeah. up. And to me, it seems so crazy that he would take the approach of like really trying to bring you down. Yeah. You and so I, mean? I, I remember I had a couple of music videos done at the time where I was just like, like, yo, I'm getting thousands, hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. Like these people would say differently kind of thing. And I just funny you hit him with that. Yeah, and I, I just remember pulling up one of the videos, and it was a pretty raunchy video that I shot <laughs> that with Kyle and Mr. Man, uh, and like a uh, bunch of chicks and stuff. No, no, it was like we did a child's birthday. Oh, and they were like the clowns, the entertainment for the party, but they're like cussing, and there's all these like little kids in the video oh, at funny. the birthday party, and they're like the entertainment, but it just like went, you know, the bad bad Santa, like, nice. and he was just like, yeah, he was not impressed whatsoever. It was just like this is basically garbage trash, but he was like. I could fail you right now. And it's just crazy that he just went to the lengths of like, I could show you this to five directors. They would say it sucks. I could fail you. Da, da, da. And I'm out here literally making stuff that none of these kids in our class are making right now. Not a single one of them. And I'm getting paid to do it. Like, and I'm building an online presence of like where I'm getting hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. That's why. And like, none of that was like, praised or like hey well this is this is good that you're doing this you know what's but crazy let's too literally not even joking every single one of my friends director cinematographer that left film school given that they have all these student loans the first jobs that they end up doing 
our music videos because yeah. it's like not the, the lowest hanging entry. fruit, but it was just the easiest opportunity. Apple is not going to give this to some cinematographer out of school. Commercials are obviously reserved for like higher experience levels, but music videos, like, like you said in the past, like everyone's got a friend who's a musician. Like yeah. it's so funny that he like dismissed music videos. Cause that's like actually like the most lucrative way to make money when you're starting out. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So, and it's know. like, it's the closest thing to the art form of like, filmmaking as well because like you know an easy way to get make money starting out is like obviously like weddings or little like branded content for local businesses and stuff but it's like the music video portion of it is much more closer to like filmmaking than that stuff than like a wedding or something yeah for sure no that was like crazy and i remember that just so vividly in that teacher and uh funny enough like years later i mean he's obviously followed me on facebook and kept up with everything and was like messaging me and i just wouldn't respond to his messages and he'd send me a link to his film like a new film he had done you know and this is you know mind you like probably eight years later after i've built this career for myself in la and and then i wouldn't respond he's like oh you're not going to respond to your your college professor like or da 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 and i was just like dirtbag yeah you were awful to me bro and he asked me to come back would i ever be hey would you come back and speak to my directing class and da, 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 i would like, just be like yo dude don't listen to that word oh i so badly wanted to do that yeah. just come in and be like hey don't listen to people like this guy right here and just like that would have been hilarious but i'm not like vindictive no, or no, spiteful no. But like i that, think it's so worth I, mentioning because i mean i would think that maybe some people watching or listening or you know maybe at that precipice where maybe film school something they're considering i also feel like i've touched on it before but like I think we all have an idea of where we want to go, right? And when you're starting out, maybe where you want to go is becoming like a big music video director. Maybe you want to be the next, you know, Christopher Nolan. So like, obviously there's A and point B. And a lot of people think film school is kind of like a very major part of that path to get to that final destination. And I think your story speaks on, there's a way to obviously completely circumvent the system and still get somewhere, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people think that film school is kind of like the barrier to entry to pursuing filmmaking seriously. Yeah. So it's tricky because I think a lot of people kind of like are wondering what the right way is. I mean, there is no right way. Everyone's path is different and you know, that works for me and maybe it probably wouldn't have worked for some other people. You know what I mean? And it's like, especially cause I feel like I had much more of that, those characteristics that could also connect with music artists than maybe sure. one of the more dorky, nerdy film school that couldn't build that, like those relationships and those friendships that turned into like video after video to the YouTube channel to like, connect, like, so it's just like everyone's path is different but like i had you know a a similar story in the cinematography course you know with those music videos it was like i'm already doing all these music videos and our senior kind of thesis project in the cinematography because that was directing that i talked about that whole Mm. well i didn't even touch on the final thing so i i turned in those three music videos at the end for my you know capstone thesis is what they called it snobby students stoked off it so it was it was the sam king highlights video sk4mc highlights it was uh the black light yeah it was dy new york times the black and white one which is very short film-esque if you watch it like it's very sure like it is music video but there's no traditional performance music it's like video. narrative it's like a narrative driven thing and then the last one was um i forget what the other one was but i turned that one in but i remember i showed those we were in the theater you know at the school and we showed him and and the teacher came up to me and apologized afterwards and he was like those were very very good and you know i'm sorry he did apologize for like being hard on me and whatnot it was just like those turned out great and whatnot but yeah i turned in 
just three music videos I had done and, and got paid for. Let's be for. honest. How were the other short films? Yeah, garbage. And they probably spent, oh, yeah. you know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to I don't know Isn't to that make crazy these things. on top like, of their tuition. I yeah. think a lot of people may not understand too is your tuition simply gets you into the school. If you are a director in most circumstances, you are also funding and financing your own film Dude, from the locations, mute camera they rentals. They spent a year of their life trying to make this short film that cost them money, got them nowhere while I was making money, building relationships, building a following and like came out with like not having to like, it was just like, so it's, I I just, that whole side of things was weird. But again, going into the cinematography, we had a cinematography like capstone and the capstone for that was, we just had to like build a reel. Mm. We had to pick one subject and make a reel. And my subject was like, it's going to be music videos. So like I literally just made music video as my thing. And so it was very interesting for the, like the, the final, you know, our final was showing this reel and how we had to do is we had to sit up at the front of the class like this. And there was a TV at like our backside and we had to sit and look out over awkward. Yeah. Over all our classmates who are watching the TV right there, which is set up like that. I I don't know. They were watching our grimace. Like dude, dude. So we (laughs) had the TVs up on the, the, the wall and our reel is playing while we have to sit, not watch our reel and just watch our classmates watch the film. Like or watch the real. How was the reaction, bro? It was so odd. So well, they're like, "Oh, this is." There's cool. two days. I was the last day, second day. The first day, everyone's playing the real, and the you're supposed to start with positive feedback, then give your criticism. And like, mind you, these reels were like flowers and like nature, just like the most. Che- they're not. You don't have anything to shoot when you're at that stage. So you're like, this person. They're probably using f- like the camera from the school or like. Yeah, and so it'd be like a reel of like just random shots of people and it'd be like that was their cinematography reel and it's like i get that right but like then someone would be like bro i love the way you did this and this and focus oh yeah the the shallow depth of field and and then there'd barely be any negative feedback right barely because again most of these kids were all like friends and homies and i always sat at the back of the class and i just remember so i yes but i remember towards the end of that second day i was like so fed up or no, the first day, sorry. So fed up with everyone just like praising each other. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, are they watching the same thing I'm watching? Like, is yeah. there, are they like, are they really They're all drinking about the this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so this video plays and this guy immediately just goes, man, I love this and that. And I just out of nowhere, because you're supposed to like raise your hand, oh, yeah. the teacher calls on you, give feedback. And without anything, I just said, are y'all watching the same thing I'm watching? Just out loud from the back. Everyone like turns their head. And I was like, that wasn't good. I was just so fed up. already played at that point. No, 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 no. Okay. I hadn't played. So that's setting the scene. <laughs> and so I just hadn't, like, I would never say anything. I was yeah. quiet. I always sat at the back. I just mind my own business. But I was so, like, just taken aback by everyone just gassing each other up over, like, f- shots of flowers and, like, nothing. And so she was like, well, Jake, you got to give positive feedback, negative, raise your hand, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, this is how I feel. And I was like, that was good, great, but like, and so now, mind you, that was the first day. The second day was my turn, and I get up there, and I, dude, I just remember this. And probably so, the most like insane like cinematography. Oh, it shots. was like all the the early like the stuff with Kyle, futuristic Sam King highlights, and like which all is those like how did you like learn? Playing, Let like, me ask you this: like, were you 
to learn how to do all the blacklight stuff, was that something you like took from film school and did no, in the video? Just messed, just messed around on set to okay. it, figured it out. Yeah. It was like, oh, we need way more black lights than this. And like, you know, I think at the time I was shooting on like a, a T2I. That's when I had bought my T2I. For and sure. Was like shooting stuff. And, but anyways, like saucy music video reel with a lot of diverse stuff, stuff in New York, mm. stuff in California, stuff all the blacklight stuff all the stuff with futuristic like there was a good breadth of like yeah, work i bet they didn't have much compared time. to all this other stuff people were showing and i literally show the reel and i'm just watching it's such an awkward setup yeah. and then like it ends nothing no one says anything I mean, it's just like people were speechless it's just like dead quiet and then like my the teacher uh i'll never forget her she goes so does anyone have anything to say like trying to like and she's like okay i'll start and she just like immediately, but the first thing she went into was something negative. And I just remember she said that it was all over the place. It'd be like bright and colorful. And then it was too dark and moody. And I needed to be more consistent with the way the shots played out in the reel. And like, I was just like, and then like, I don't even remember. I think I was so taken back by one, no one saying anything and yeah. like opening up. Cause everyone was always jumping in and saying stuff. And then her like kicking it off and then saying like that my reel was all over the place and i'm like bitch <laughs> like all over the place yeah it's all over the place i'm all over new york california shooting the dopest shit the world you know this any of these kids have ever seen from a kid's reel yeah and i just remember That's wild and i just remember only one kid like raised his hand he was like the one kid that i would somewhat talk to in class and he said something positive and also gave me some critique and no one that else? was it it nothing no one else and i just remember i was so like i didn't even know like what to think and i'm i remember i was in the hallway waiting for my mom to come pick me up uh from this the the uh the class and everything and i'm sitting in the sitting in the hallway and two of these people come out from you know the class because other people were waiting some people had rides and left or had other classes and left and they come out and they're just like they came out to me and they're like hey so do you like that, that was all your work. Like you, do you get paid to do that? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. Like, and I just remember going, show? what the fuck, bro? Like, like yeah, where, where were, were you 20 minutes ago? That's crazy. And they were, uh, they had all these questions like, so do you like, do these artists hit you up? Do you, hit, do you get paid? Like, do, how did you shoot? Like, and they were just amazed. They're like, that was so cool. And I was just thinking like, so th I think that story completely sums up my yeah. film school experience and why 100%. I just thought it was trash and I hated it. And I had, it was just weird between me, teachers, the students. It was just, especially whack. since you were already in your own lane, doing your own thing. For and sure. I don't want to sound like a cocky, arrogant asshole. That's ge genuinely what happened in my experience at yeah. film school. Like that, none of that is false whatsoever. And I guarantee you, if I could go find all those people on Facebook and stuff right now, they could probably attest yeah. to that same thing. So I don't so, know. Crazy. I'm going to kind of share my pass at film school, but I think first you mentioned we did have like a, a sponsor or an ad break. Oh right? yeah, yeah. 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 We did. Do you want to kick that off or? Yeah. Um, so today's sponsor, do we do? We, yeah. We have a sponsor, right? I think it's Squarespace. No, I don't story know. story blocks. No, no, no. Oh, I don't. Yeah. That one didn't work out. <laughs> no, but I think there was this lighting course that we actually did. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, the Tropicolor lighting course that you could get. But at yeah, no. In all seriousness, we kind of thought today would be a good episode just to at least mention it. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want this to come off as corny. Like, obviously, <laughs> no. I mean, legit, we took a year of our lives during the pandemic yeah. and recorded like a hundred lectures on like what we do. Not to say our lighting is gospel, but it really is like the stuff that's got us through our careers. Correct. And like the best things that we picked from film school and our professional set. So. If you do want a hundred plus lighting lectures on the things that we've done in our career, features, music videos, commercials, we have it. We'll link it below. Yeah. It's called the lighting course. And I just thought this would be a funny episode to kind of touch on that it exists for everybody. Yeah. So that's our, you know, sponsored post, tropicolor.com. Get it under the courses tab, tropicolor lighting course, which was, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good good course maybe good one program. day we'll get squarespace maybe there. one day we'll get some sponsors on here yeah i like that we don't like have sponsors and try and push stuff so well, it's there's, just there's like, some just... podcasts that legit within like a 10 or 15 minute podcast it's like three ad reads i'm like yo chill like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what i mean yeah chill um, bro chill <laughs> we, so. i mean yeah but so yeah getting into that's crazy by the way yeah. um Wild stories. I think what's actually kind of cool about this episode is instead of both of us just completely bagging on it, I actually had a pretty positive experience at Chapman. So I think now someone can watch this and see two polarizing stories and experiences, and now they can discern from those stories and instances if that's going to work for them. So yeah, I went for three years. I would have gone for four years, but as I mentioned, I went to junior college or city college for a couple of years. So a lot of like the GEs, I was able to knock yeah. out, which I will say is kind of a pro tip because, you know, when you're at a private university, the price per unit, as I mentioned earlier, like it kind of shakes out to be like a thousand dollars a day if you like really did the math. So, so it's crazy. like, it was only like 30 to $60, I think for a unit at a city college. Like it was so cheap, you know what I mean? And some classes are only like three units. So it's like only like, 200 bucks to take this class for like a whole semester. You know what I mean? So I was able to knock off literally requirements, my math, history, some stuff that I literally, my thought was like, let me knock all this stuff out now when it's like super dirt cheap and it's low stakes at a city college. That way, when I get to Chapman, I don't have to like miss out on opportunities on going on to set because I'm taking like a history class or a math class or something. So I was able to knock out all that BS beforehand. So when I got to film school, the school's like, hey, it is a four-year film program, but the first year is all GEs, which you did at City College. So you we'll make it a three-year program for you. Oh, and wow. I mean, that not for me specifically. Anyone who right. transferred in, it was three years. Um, and yeah, I just did it for three years at Chapman. And yeah, I had a pretty good experience. I, I will say, as I mentioned, some of the instructors like you, maybe not to that degree, weren't the best, but I also had some amazing teachers. Like I yeah. lived at a teacher who shadowed at, or I don't know if it was shadowed is the correct term, but also I think moonlighted was the term. Like they moonlighted over at AFI, which is the best film school. It's like a master's program. So like literally I'm having instructors that also teach at these insane other schools as well. So I'm like kind of getting that uh, knowledge from these cinematographers. And mind you, the one cinematography teacher I had, he had shot like a bunch of movies and he was just like I think like 60 or 70. So he was like just retired and just wanted to like give it back. And we would just like watch clips all, all day from his movies and like break them down. And like, I don't know, it was like really, I actually really got a lot from that. Yeah. So I would say the biggest thing I got out of film school was the connections. Yeah. Like walking away with people is an invaluable resource. And if you're trying to go to LA or a city, I will say, and you don't know anybody going to a school, there's going to be so much camaraderie from like working on each other's movies and like that walking away with like ACs and gaffers. Cause like when I left Chapman, I was very much pursuing cinematography. I walked away with a team of people 
that actually really helped me inform our work together yeah. because as we like Zach earlier mentioned, like when we did that, that, that thing, thing video, video, I brought all my Chapman friends on that yeah. from like an AC and steady cam. And like, as he mentioned, it really elevated that video. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? hundred so. percent. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people will ask me like, where can I find like-minded people? How do I build a team? Can I join your team? And I think film school does or it can do that. Not that it does. It doesn't, I'm not going to say it does do that because yeah. for me, didn't do that. Right. But for you, it did that. So film school can help you, you know, if you get into the right one and you're, you know, around the right people, you can build that little like core squad and team sure. that leads into stuff. Cause yeah, like all the early stuff that we started doing when I moved to LA that you were the DP on, all of those people, like even those early air videos, it was all your chat. Yeah, I think it was friends. like Lauren, it was Cooper, yeah. John Luke. Yeah. Mind you, I met John Luke at the City College, but like I brought a lot of people on Harrison, yeah. like people from my, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was very helpful to like, I, I would say I learned some nuggets of info in class, but most of it actually, like I said, I'm a visual learner. Do so you I'm ever learning. miss like the, like those early days in the coming, like when you look back or do you think you miss it now because like, like if you do miss it, like, do you think you miss it because it's like, it feels so nostalgic and like you're in a good place now, but if you were in a trash place, I don't know. Like I sometimes look back and I'm like, damn, like I, I miss those days. But at the same time, I feel like, no, I don't. I'm like great now. I'm cooking. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's I, always a weird thing. I'll be thing. honest. I, I do kind of fondly look back at like, cause I think as we mentioned in the you know, sponsored read. We'd made a lighting course and for a year, yeah, during COVID, literally pretty much locked at home, edited a whole, you know, kind of yeah. curriculum, if you will. And in doing that, I went through all the behind the scenes because you have been yeah. very good about documenting, documenting your whole journey everything. and our journey. So for like the last 10 years, I have all this behind the scenes footage and it was definitely like a trip down memory lane. I'm like finding footage from like 2013 and 14. I'm like, damn, like this is really trippy to like see like what we were doing and right. you know so and it kind of made me think about that that sort of come up and i do miss it in the sense that i yeah it was just like a completely different time and yeah. back then i'm just it's just like you're in a completely different headspace because like i think back then this is before we had a lot of the companies mind you i think you were already had some success with your youtube channel and stuff but i was definitely in that sort of like grinding check to check and like trying to just make it as an artist right. and you know i kind of not that i didn't enjoy those jobs but a lot of the things i did just did out of necessity so yeah i am fortunate to be in a position now where i can choose the jobs i want to do versus like yeah i'll take that and i've done a bunch yeah. of those, not even with yeah. you with just other directors where it's like just doing it for a rate so i don't miss that aspect of it i know? think there's something about like what i miss is more like the the like air quotes trying to make it like mm. that grind of like trying to make it and become something and then yeah you kind of reach a point where essentially i mean not that i'm saying that i've made it but like if you would have asked my high school self like what at one point would you have considered yourself like make it you're good like the, like if you were to tell me what my life is now i would have been like oh yeah that's that's it like you're you know what i mean and so i, I feel don't like know we're like, always kind of searching for the next peak yeah i don't think we've ever and i i would hope to think i never arrive because no you know like you when you're at the at base level right and you're looking up at the peak you like do everything in your power to climb to that peak and then once you reach that summit you're kind of looking at the next, next hill, summit and yeah. you're like, all right, I'm a, now I'm going to climb that. And I feel like that's like your whole life is just kind of scaling this yeah. mountain. I know. I mean, I'm 30. I literally just turned 30. 
I would actually be very depressed if I feel like I reached the summit and I'm just like, cool, I'm at the top of the mountain. Life is good. It's like, I always want to be climbing Searching towards for, yeah, something. Yeah. And I feel like me and you are at a point now where we're looking back at the previous peak being like, damn, that yeah. was a cool climb. Yeah, but I also yeah. am like very excited for this That's next- That's a good way of putting it. Like, yo, that was a dope climb. Yeah. Like that was fun. But I'm also like, like looking at this mountain in front of us. I'm like, dude, I'm also stoked to climb this. Yeah. And like, I don't feel like, I know this analogy is kind of getting long-winded, but I feel like it's kind of fun to go climb a different mountain opposed climbing the same one your whole life like yeah, yeah, yeah. i've echoed this in the past like i would if i literally just grinded my whole life like yeah maybe i'm doing some cool projects but like i also feel like life is like the little moments in between those projects where you can like remember like traveling to seattle and doing that project with you or going yeah, yeah. to georgia and shooting that war show like i remember and will always remember those stories and i feel like if i was just in like grind mode mentality i feel like you don't you miss out on like fun moments you yeah. know what i mean so no i agree I agree. So, in summation, yeah, film I, film school for me um, didn't get much from it. I, I learned most of my stuff from going out in the real world and shooting these music videos and, and making connections and doing things. I kind of had a, a kind of a pretty whack film school experience. Um, I learned most of what I was doing from just going out and doing it. Yes, I took some things away from film school, but for me. Like I'm just one of those people that could have done without film school and I kind of made it without film school, if you will. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's dope. For you, it it you and it seems like you enjoyed it and you liked it and you where where it really helped you was those connections and those relationships that really spawned those early projects which led to bigger things. Because yeah, for me, so, you mentioned those capstone projects you had to do in your directing yeah. class. As a cinematographer at Chapman, I was the DP of all those basically capstone or thesis yeah. projects. So I left Chapman with like six to seven like very very polished fully cohesive short films that i dp'd and like that was actually a big big thing and if that's something you're looking to do is just building your portfolio as a dp i can't say the same for directing and i actually think every film school is a bit different just solely speaking from chapman from 2013 to 2016 i was able to like make some connections and walk away with some cool short films yeah the curriculum in between kind of whatever honestly um but yeah i think definitely it's a very polarizing subject that's i think why we wanted to talk about it because it's so circumstantial to what city when you're going now might be different than when we were going might be better might be worse and just like what school in general i also think like you have to kind of you get out of it what you put into it and if you right. like really sort of bunker down focus on it make your intention to meet people and make cool stuff you probably will do those exact things and yeah. it seemed like you were already having success elsewhere so maybe not being able to put too much into it kind of didn't really work in that instance because obviously you were just kind of on your own lane you know yeah so i mean there again no no path is you know the right path for everyone everyone's path is different and you should never look at like oh because jake did that that's what i should do and Not if tom all. did that that's what i should do this is um, simply like why just weigh your options if yeah. you if you you know feel like you shouldn't or can't go into that kind of debt to go to school and you think you could potentially learn online what you need to and just get your physical real world um you know uh access by like getting on sets and reaching out to people or interning with a production company or whatever, then like, you know, weigh those options and really think it through. Um, for me, I, I, I don't like 
debt or things looming over me. And, uh, you know, my path worked out for me, your path worked out for you. Our paths were very different. We ended up meeting, aligning, and we sure. built what we've built together. So totally. there's no right or wrong path. Those are both our takes and stories on kind of like film school and input. And, and yeah, I yeah. would say, I think the best tip I can give you guys, if it's something you're seriously considering is, as I mentioned before, city college was an extremely affordable way. Yeah. Even if you have no intention to go into like a four-year private university, simply just going into a uh, city college in your local city, or maybe a city you want to move to, and just taking some film classes, A, you're going to learn some stuff, but B, you're going to meet like-minded individuals at a very low cost because city colleges, I think just with like certain tax ordinances have to be a lot more affordable and you're not getting, because private institutions can charge whatever they want. So I think, yeah, obviously the kind of, uh, you know, value I'd love to provide for y'all is city colleges are a great way to yeah meet some people, which you can do and yeah, maybe, you know, kind of foster some connections and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing within the industry just period at any level all the time bro. who you know yeah you know it's like you were the dp of all my projects because i knew you i wasn't just reaching out to random people yeah, or random people Craigslist that hit me up that like you were the dp of my stuff because i knew you and we built what we built and so it's like more than anything a successful career is going to come off of the relationships and connections that you built so more than anything learn what you can online and go make connections and just try and you know because that's the other people. thing. You could watch all these YouTube tutorials, but if you don't have like a team of people, yeah. it's kind of useless. Because yeah. if you get on like a any size production, you're going to, you you quickly learn that you need the focus puller, the gaffer, yeah. the art department, and you can't do all those things. Yeah. So it's like definitely, yes, I think there's an abundance of information to be learned online in any capacity, whatever path, but the people that, that only really comes from like seeking people out. So I would say city college or Facebook groups, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of thought we'd do a little quick take on film school. Uh, Love it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Learn, learn.film or tropicolor.com slash courses. Got some great stuff on there. <laughs> Honestly, no joke. Like really did put a lot of effort in it. It yeah. wasn't like one of those things like, all right, cool. We'll make this over the weekend. Like we were legit bunkered down for a year and yeah. just like carved it out. And I, I think it's, I'm, I'm really proud of the the curriculum and the stuff. And we still, to this day, get people DMing like, yo, this was super helpful. So yeah. and it's only like 150 bucks. It's not yeah. too much. <laughs> cheap i mean That's back nothing, to that note is like that textbook that i read twice i kid you not it was like 500 yeah and it, like it's so insane it. to me so that's crazy but anyways right. thank you guys uh, so much for like, listening and watching yeah like comment subscribe if you're you know watching on youtube um it really does help we want to try and get this podcast out to as many filmmakers entrepreneurs you know creatives as possible so it would really mean the world if you could do one of those things and share tag us on instagram or you know link whatever we just we we want to get this out there more appreciate those that you know have been watching every episode so and then on apple Podcasts, you know leave us a review if you haven't yet you know give us that that five stars you feel me dog you know what i mean (laughs) um yeah from tom and jake you know been a quick take (laughs) cheers you already know cheers